Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the Battery Street Studios of KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Friday, November 12th. This is what it sounded like on Thursday afternoon at the Golden Gate Bridge on the San Francisco side, where a few hundred, probably topping out at about 300 would be my guess, were protesting vaccine mandates. So let me take care of some obvious housekeeping before we move on. This was a cross between a group of people, many of whom were up to their necks in the deepest right-wing fever swamps of conspiracy theories, and many who were a little more accepting of common, verifiable information, but just don't like being told what to do. Yes, verifiably false and debunked misinformation was rampant. I simply didn't have the time, however, nor did I feel it offered you a decent listening experience to constantly interrupt every interview or conversation and correct falsehoods that were being shared. Now, there will be times in this episode that I'll jump in and say, hold up, this is dangerously wrong, and do my best to correct the record. And I appreciate those who spoke to me. Many wouldn't. They feel the media has censored them or parroted the information of government agencies they deeply mistrust, all part of one big, giant conspiracy theory by the omnipresent they. Anyway. I think the more naturally out of breath I sound, the more authentic it is. Excellent. <laughs> We're here walking up the hill. Yeah, this together. is. We uh, parked down at Fort Point, so we're doing a little, uh, little nature hike all the way up. What's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Babe Prieto. Babe Prieto, where are you from, babe? Uh, Pittsburgh. Babe or babe? Babe, like babe, babe Ruth. Like Babe, babe Ruth. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm Sultan from, of Swing. Oh yes. So I'm from Pittsburgh, California. Babe was there with his wife and daughter. He was carrying a really, really huge American flag. So what brings you out? Well, we're here to stand up for freedom. Uh, This is America. We should have the right to choose what kind of medical treatment we want, what types of treatments our children will get, and no one should have the right to force anything upon us, especially that's not been studied thoroughly like all other previous uh, vaccines have been, because that's usually the next question. You know, what's what's the difference between this and, you know, all the other vaccines that kids have to take? Well, those were studied for a long time before they were made mandatory. 
at least one of the vaccines has been fully approved by the FDA. Well, that's that's Cominarity or Cormanati, it's hard to pronounce. But you know, I ask that if you go into a CVS or or Walgreens and you ask for that specific one, the Hey, how's it going? If you go Woo woo Those friends are you just make friends now, or you know those Yeah, folks? I know them from Contra Costa. We're protesting out there, too. But Comirnaty is the only one that's been provisionally approved. And they're saying that the other Pfizer shot, the one that's being put in everyone's arms, is essentially the same thing. But if you get that shot, it's still under EUA, and you have no rights to, to sue or for have any liability whatsoever. Okay. Here's where I'm going to jump in for the first time and hopefully set the record straight. In August, after misinformation circulated among right-wing anti-vaccine groups and pages, primarily on Facebook, the FDA issued a statement clarifying that the Comanardi vaccine and the Pfizer vaccine are one in the same. They contain the same ingredients. They were developed by Pfizer-BioNTech. Why the discrepancy in names? Well, drug makers often use a different name for a drug in development than the branded name that will go out to consumers. Pfizer-BioNTech is a German company, and Pfizer-Cominardi is the name of the vaccine that was submitted for authorization in Europe. The name of the vaccine submitted for authorization here in the U.S. is Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah, that's the name. Any confusion is basically the result of some rather confusing medical paperwork. But that gets into the wrong hands and the wrong information ecosystem, and just like that, it gets distorted into bad information. Not everyone fit the typical stereotype or image of a right-wing anti-vax, anti-government mandate protester. Like Veer. He's a Stanford grad who's wearing a Stanford hoodie, and he lives in Oakland. The reason I wanted to chat with him was his sign, which said, Pro-Choice. Not the type of message you expect to see at a protest of people who are overwhelmingly aligned with conservative Republican politics and positions on issues like vaccine mandates. It really stood out from the more common anti-big government messages, the many giant American flags and the don't tread on me Gadsden flags, and from the more than a handful of dudes, and yeah, they were all dudes, who were decked out in tactical vests, or the let's go Brandon signs, which there were many. And by the way, if you don't know what Let's Go Brandon is or what it means, Google it. Here's Veer. So your name's Veer. Where are you from? I'm from the Bay Area and I live in Oakland. You got the Stanford, you got the Stanford shirt going on. You're a Stanford alum? Okay, so I am going to ask you about your sign because I've seen a bunch of them. You see where it's pro-choice and pro-life and things like that and you automatically sort of filter people into buckets, right? And I don't think that people are that simple, right? I think there's a lot of complexity to all of us. Uh, pro-choice in terms of like vaccine mandates and things like that, being uh, able to have the the choice to get vaccinated or, or not get vaccinated, and maybe not lose your job or not you know still be able to go to a Warriors game or, or a Stanford football game, whatever the case may be. Would I be incorrect in assuming that pro-choice puts you in every pro-choice bucket? When it comes to bodily autonomy, I would say that's fair, but. But, you know, traditionally pro-choice is for things like abortion. But I think that people who are pro-life, I think they, I don't, I don't think they're on the wrong side of the issue. I think it's a very valid viewpoint just as well. Mm-hmm. So that your sign pro-choice clearly is your statement about your position on mandates in terms of vaccines and probably does that extend to things like mask wearing and stuff like that? Definitely. Mm-hmm. 
tell me a little bit more about that in terms of the pandemic and uh, all of the mandates. And if you live in the Bay Area, you know we've got some of the strictest ones in the country. Yeah. Well, I started questioning it. I probably didn't wake up until summer of 2020 when I saw the huge censorship wave. But things just weren't adding up. And a lot of what we are being told by the government and the media, they keep moving the goalposts and it's lie after lie after lie. And then so I was thinking, hey, what's going on? And nothing about what they're saying really makes sense in terms of everybody needs to take this vaccine, but this vaccine doesn't stop you from getting the disease or transmitting it. And they've changed the goalposts on masks too so many times where at first it was don't wear a mask because they don't work. Then it was wear a mask and if you don't, you're a bad person. Then a few months later it was wear two masks or even three. Then they changed it again to if you've gotten the vaccine, you can take it off. And so it's just changed so many times. And if you actually look at the science on masking, there aren't randomized controlled trials that show that it works. There's about a dozen that show that they don't work. And many questions with the vaccine trials as well. Can I ask your vaccination status? Unvaxxed. Living in a place like the Bay Area with so many different mandates and rules and and regulations and restrictions, whatever you want to call them, um, how tough has that been? My partner and I, we spent most of the past year out of state. But since we've been back, San Francisco and Berkeley have done their indoor vax mandate thing. I felt pretty alone because a lot, most of the people I know, including my, my family, they, they buy into the mainstream narrative. And, so, and I'm one of the few people who, who doesn't. Um, Has it changed your relationship and what you've been able to do in terms of family time? A bit, actually, yeah. My, my parents, they're also in the Bay Area, but they've, they've made a rule where I, I, because I haven't received the vaccine, can't stay overnight there, but they don't have the same, they don't have the same thing for my, for my brother. Even though, you know, if I get sick or if somebody who has gotten the vaccine gets sick, we're equally likely to, to carry the viral load and spread it. So it doesn't make sense. I feel like I can't talk sense into them, and I feel the same way with a lot of my friends. It has to be tough. It is. Veer got me thinking, as I didn't expect to see the range of ideologies and political leanings that I did, and that's probably on me. Sure, it's the Bay Area, to put it in its most simple terms, predominantly left-leaning. But still, finding pro-choice, socially progressive, yet anti-vax people making common cause with the more typical anti-vax right-wing crowd is kind of a trip. Why is it that everything that other top-rate scientists, including national, internationally known vaccine developers, are saying about the risks being completely censored, unavailable. This is Claudia Ayers. She's from Walnut Creek, but she's a hardcore anti-COVID vaxxer. In fact, like many I spoke to, she's a full-fledged COVID denier. Early on, we had a spirited conversation about the U.S. death toll from COVID. The 700,000 dead here in the, the United States. 700,000 people died with COVID. Some of them were already basically dead or dying from other things, but the the fact that they had tested positive at some point in the last six months from COVID, they call in that a COVID death. But it's not a death from COVID, it's a death with COVID. Other comorbidities, as many as five, Mm -hmm. you know, cancer, circulatory issues, diabetes, overweight, all of those things are what really killed them. I think what doctors would say, and I'm just playing devil's advocate, yeah, just, you know, sure, 
to have this conversation, and I do appreciate it yeah. very much, um, would say, look, if you've got diabetes, if you have hypertension, you have high blood pressure, you have cancer, that COVID being a disease that just so viciously attacks your immune system, if you have those comorbidities and you get COVID, you're in a world of hurt, and I think that's where those death numbers come from. Okay. And those people may not have died. They may have already been sick, but they may not have died they may not have they not gotten COVID. immediately, and they would have died in a far fewer numbers if they had been treated instead of told home to, to see if you can recover on your own, and if you don't, if you can't breathe, come back. They were never, nobody ever told them to get vitamin D. Nobody ever told them about ivermectin. They, sh they made that sound like you're an idiot to get it when it actually works. Nobody ever told them about any other of the, the various and many treatment options that many doctors have used successfully. I say this as respectfully as I can. It's clear that at some point, Claudia went down a particular rabbit hole, but she still calls herself and these are her words. We East Bay liberals, we know. She calls herself an East Bay liberal. We know that the that the military industrial complex has been calling the shots on, on defense spending for decades. Wake up folks, there's something else called a, a complex and it's the medical industrial complex and it is driven by pharma. That sounds like a Bernie Sanders message. I talked to Jane Sanders once about vaccines prior to COVID. Mm -hmm and said, you know, when he was still in the, when he still had a shot at the California primary, I said, don't bring up vaccines. And it was already an issue, you know, just childhood vaccines. I said, don't bring it up. Bernie can say that he vaxxed his kids. Bernie can say this and that. But if Bernie wants to get fully five to 10% from other parties, for instance, the less said, the better. Oh, when I'm president, I'd like to look more into vaccines. You know, and he, you know, Trump at least brought in Bobby Kennedy to talk about it. That's what Sanders should have been saying too, because nobody understands this better than Bobby Kennedy. He he is the big he's the big tent right now, and his book on Tony Fauci will have a lot of jaws dropping, literally dropping when they start to read. So let me jump in again. Robert F. Kennedy has been banned from Instagram for spreading false information about vaccines and wild conspiracy theories about Bill Gates. A nonpartisan organization called the Center for Countering Digital Hate put Kennedy on its list of the Dirty Dozen, a group of anti-vax activists which spread dangerous misinformation and outright falsehoods to its more than 59 million activists and followers across Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Back to Claudia. What is largely a very conservative crowd, is there a place where maybe... You'd be surprised how many of them are like me. You'd be surprised. I don't think I'd be surprised at all. This, this, does not, this is not a party line issue. You might say, I mean, yeah, you see a lot of flags. But you know, I see a lot of flags, a lot of the let's go brand and stuff like that. Yeah, but, yeah. but 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 what I was getting at is the is there a place where when and, and hopefully it's sooner than later, right, where the, the rhetoric comes down and we can at least treat each other as neighbors at some point where you might be able to have a conversation with someone who is pro-life, for, for example. And, I, and I, I'm sorry, I shouldn't assume that no. you are, are, are pro-life or pro-choice. I'm not at all pro-life. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm pro-bodily autonomy, wherever and whatever that means. So, but in, so in this discussion, know, it means I've had generally pro-choice. You know, right. abortion is not something I'm gonna recoil at. There are people here for whom that is something they can't abide. Right. And, but and but I would say that they are in the minority. Mm -hmm. Oh, here? Here. Oh, uh, here, absolutely. Yeah. But what no, I'm getting even at... even in this crowd, even in this that, yeah, that's what, that, yeah, crowd. I, I, yeah, that's what I meant, and I, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. But is there a place where, like, 
you're you're coming together with folks who you ordinarily wouldn't have had common cause until recently. Absolutely. Is there a place where we can maybe start to have these discussions after this rhetoric gets e- unheated, that if is, it ever does? Yes. Not only is that a brilliant question, but it's a brilliant insight. <laughs> I, I really appreciate that you are asking that question. I I think I think the irony is is that it's actually going to bring a lot more people together. Ultimately, we're not there yet. Yeah. That's what I was. I really do. I do think that that's happening. I mean, it's happened for me personally, and and you're about the third or fourth person that I've spoken with here, where that's kind of where this conversation is gone. And it's like, yeah, you've met common cause with folks where ordinarily you wouldn't have had any common cause to come together, but here you are. Well, and and again, ironically, because even you know, I was a Bernie supporter, but even then, I remember, you know, I'm retired, so I have a little time. I was in a a sweat room with some conservatives at a at a you know. gym facility in Santa Cruz where I used to live and I actually sought out the Republicans who were for Trump just to talk to them, just to pick their brains because I wanted to better understand why do you like that guy you know, I mean it's I think it's happening, I think this this is the kind of ironic twist that yeah. it might actually bring people to better understand each other yeah. it's the silver lining I didn't expect to find here today. Our silver lining. And I'm kind of glad that I did. And like, I, I think we just agreed a second ago. Yeah. We're not there yet, but yeah. at some point, you know, things aren't going to stay 125 degrees forever. And one of my favorite phrases, and it's very common, but it's never felt more true. We can agree to disagree. Sometimes it feels like we can't, but it, yeah. the, the, the bigger picture, yeah. you know, 10 years from now, when we look yeah. back on this, will there have been an opportunity? To agree to disagree in some places and to make common cause in other places. Interesting conversation. I really, really appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, Dude, (laughs) you're the best. Thanks again to Claudia, Veer, and Babe for chatting with me. And thank you for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or just about wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also catch each episode on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. There's a link in the show notes. That's it for Bay Current for today, Friday, November 12th. I'm Matt Pittman, and we'll chat with you again on Monday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.